uh, Fry, who is a bit of a bumbling buffoon. And he eats an egg salad sandwich from a gas station. And he gets worms. And there are worms that they, they take over his body. And they make him, like, suave and well-spoken. And he can suddenly play an instrument. And he can talk to people. And, you know, they, like, magic school bus shrink themselves, go inside his body to be like, why is Fry so cool now? What is happening? And he has been overtaken by worms. And they live in his bodies and, and, and make him a completely different person. Uh, it's very crazy, but it reminded me of detoxamosis syndrome. Whoa. Crazy town. Detoxamosis. <laughs> Meet Tom and Allie Cat. They're cats. Like literal cats. They're also best friends. Who cares about that motherfucker when you've got the adventures of Tom and Alley Cat who will do everything in their power to protect their sweet cat lady from heartbreak again. Even if it means going on the land. Hold on to your ear holes, pussycats. The podcasters are up to something. What's up, pussies? I'm Tom Cat. And I'm Alley Cat. And you're listening to Adventures, Adventures of Tom, Tom and Alley Podcasters. This is a podcast by cats. For cats. And sometimes dogs, if they're lucky, because deep down, we love, love, love those little bitches. We love those bitches, but there's one bitch above all other bitches. HBIC. Head bitch. In charge. I, I think it should be the BBIC, the best bitch in charge. I mean, I like both of those. Maggie! Maggie, Maggie! Hi, friends. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Hello. What are you up to today? Oh, just some naps and thinking about stuffs. Hmm. I love a good nap. It's a good time. What about you? How are your days? You know, it's another day of, you know, mostly same old, same old. And it was perfect. It was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Nice purr, Tom. You're going to have to bring that out for the only felines, folks. You got that right. How about? I went down a rabbit hole today. Like, nobody's business. Did you see the actual... I mean, I wish. Did you see the actual rabbit? No, but I saw something crazy. Have y'all ever heard of something called toxoplasmosis? Toxoplasmosis. Toxosa who now? Toxoplasmosis. Toxoplasmosis. Is that... That's that one Britney Spears song. Mm. How, How does that go? Like your toxoplasmosis or something like that, you know. With nice. The, the toxoplasmosis, yeah. Because she is Britney, bitch. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Justice for Britney. Free Britney and free the nipple. Oh, you went there. Okay. 
Well, toxoplasmosis is a kind of um, situation that gets caused by something that you can find in our poop. And it's a parasite called Toxoplasma gondii. And it does this crazy thing that makes, that changes behavior in creatures that it infects. So I'll just, I'll just do the TLDR version for you. So the Toxoglandii, whatever, is a parasite and it makes love inside of kitty cats who have it. And that's the only way it can reproduce. Like we are the only hosts that can do that for it. Uh, It doesn't survive long in other creatures because it can't reproduce there. I don't know why. We just like have the right atmosphere for organisms to make love inside our bodies. But anyway. Perfect specimens. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to be a cat. The cat's the only cat that knows where it's at. Oh, so yeah, these little creatures, critters, they come out in our poo and occasionally other creatures encounter those through our poo. Um, So maybe like a rat comes across a cat who had it and the rat you know, ingests some of that feces. And then that rat is no longer scared of cats and in fact might actually seek them out. And scientists think that a similar thing is happening with humans who have cats. And in cleaning our litter boxes, are being exposed to our feces and this organism, and it is causing a deeper connection between the human and the cat because they want to be around us because the parasite wants them to want to be around us so that the parasite can procreate and take over the planet. What do you think about that? If you'll excuse me for just a moment. No! <laughs> okay, so here's what I think. Um, this worries me a great deal. Why? It's like it's like an alien creature that's out for world domination. Yeah, but it like it relies on us to get there. Isn't that cool? That's even worse. Why? We could be wanna, I'm not complicit. I'm not complicit. I don't want to be complicit. Tom, this is a No <laughs> You don't want to like see organisms from your poo take over the planet? That's me throwing up a hairball. No. What do you think about this, Maggie? I do not know what to think. 
I'm at a loss for words. It's, 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 it's slightly troubling. It's very interesting. And it goes back to my theory from previous episodes that it is always aliens. Mm. I, it, yeah. I mean, it does kind of make me question, like, is our connection to Cat Lady genuine or has she been tricked by the parasites into loving us as much as she does? Oh, no. That's not why you freaked out earlier? I wasn't even thinking about that yet. Oh, oh. No. now it's going to be in my head forever second guessing her love. I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, the point is, like, she loves us. Why she loves us shouldn't come into account, right? And it's, but what is being mind controlled? I mean, think about it. Think about it from her perspective. You know, she she loves us, and maybe she wonders if, like, oh, do the Kit Kats really love me, or are they just using me for snacks? You know what I mean? So I think it's. I think it's fair the she loves us and why she loves us doesn't even have to come into account. I mean, I think it's our sparkling personalities. But if it's partly to do with Toxoplasma gondii or whatever the heck it's called, then it's partly to do with a parasite and that's okay too because the end result is the same. We have a woman who is dedicated to our comfort round the clock scoops our shit out of a box and flushes it down the toilet for us because we can't do that ourselves because we refuse so i mean win-win and we get cuddles and snacks and like comfy beds it's just yeah it doesn't matter that it's because of parasite i i'm so torn i'm so torn are you torn like Natalie Ambrulia? Natalie Ambrulia. And I'm also lying naked on the floor. I'm very, very torn about this. And I'm, but like, Maggie, if the god, if it turned out that the goddess loved you because an alien was controlling her mind, would that, would that affect your feelings about it? Oh, I, d I don't even want to think about that. No, thank you, Tom. Exactly. You, ke you keep your, your, existing crisis to yourself My thank you very much are you maggie are you referring to tom's existential crisis yes okay <laughs> just, just this current one not the other seven that i've had this week what what are the other seven you i know, missed like it like I walked past myself and I discovered like, oh, that other cat in the bathroom, that's just me. And it's a piece of it's this thing. You look at it and you're seeing you. You're seeing like not not you as in you, Allie, but like you as in as in as in me. <sighs> There's another cat that lives in the bathroom. OK, and I thought I thought it was another cat that just couldn't escape. But it was me the whole time. OK. That's legit. What's the next one? Well, I was looking really hard at the owl across the way. And I was like, he ain't moved in a while. Is that not a real owl? 
I've been telling you this, Tom. I didn't believe you, though. But then I watched and I was like, have I had this vendetta against this whole time? Oh, my God. So there's the other one. Okay, that's that's two existential crises. Three in a week, not enough. I mean, you said seven. I want to hear these. I want to. Okay, so let me let me think of other things that have made me question my existence. Okay, I want to know so that I can support you, Tom, as your best friend. I need to know these things. Well, you know, Cat Lady also laid out a, a saucer full of milk, and I was drinking it and then i had like a like a rumbling and i was like oh no have i become lactose intolerant in my old age i can't yes because all cats are lactose intolerant only kittens can drink milk is that what i've told you that too tom how many times do we have to have this conversation putting it out yeah it's got like flakes of stuff in it and then she like gets mad when i come when she comes back you're such a derp. You're such a derp, Tom. Okay. And then also, speaking of deceptive, bir- decept- deceptive birds, guess what? Every hour on the hour when that bird jumps out of the clock and goes, cuckoo, cuckoo, also not a real bird. Yep. Yep. So there's that. You have had a very rough week, Tom. It's been so rough. Those yeah. are some very hard realizations. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I was like all up in all up in the catnip, and I was like going at it and going at it and going at it, and I was waiting for something to happen. Turns out I was Is just catnip in the a you euphemism or sorry. Go ahead. I was just like, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. So I kept like sniffing it more and sniffing it more and waiting, and it was just grass. Not even the good kind of grass. It was just like plain old grass. That sucks, Tom. You're almost through. Are you feeling better, like getting these off your chest? Vent- venting is does does make me feel better. Yeah. And then I was like screaming and I was like, fuck off, Charles. Fuck off, Charles. Fuck off, Charles. Because he wouldn't leave me alone because I thought he was watching me. And then I looked and it was actually just a painting on the wall. I thought it was Charles staring at me the whole time. But you know what? That painting, you know which painting I'm talking about? It's suspicious. It's like Scooby-Doo. Like there's somebody behind the painting and the eyes are cut out and they're watching you the whole time. That's what, that's how I feel about it. That one that Cat Lady's grandma did that was like different than all the other paintings that she ever made. Yeah. I I know which one you're talking about. Creepy. Creepy. Like I get the sentimental value of it, but like it's, it's yeah. cursed. Yeah. It is cursed. And then uh, lastly, obviously, the biggest one of all is that um, Cat Lady told me that Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, Tom. Wait, Santa Paws is not real? Santa Paws is. Santa Claus, no. Santa Paws is like totally real. Okay, okay. You yes. had me scared for a moment there. Because that makes so much sense. Because I always thought, how does the Sandy Claus go to that many houses in one night and make all of those toys for all the good little girls and boys? And that just makes no sense. Okay. But Sandy Paws is real. Santa yeah. Paws is real. Yes. Absolutely. 
to okay. uh, the best the bestest girls' houses. That's true. I get I get visited by Santa Paws every year. I, exactly. What's been your favorite thing to get from Santa Paws, Maggie? Oh, sometimes I get a bone or a new ball or every once in a while I get something like a bed or a blanket, which is kind of boring, but I still, you know, there's a point to it. Kind of like when humans get socks and they're like, oh, what are these socks for? That's silly. Though I have noticed that the older I get, the less I mind getting those Mm -hmm. because I can see the practical use for them. But I would still rather have a ball or a bone. That's fair. I think a lot of us would rather have balls and bones. So... Maggie, I have a very important question for you. And I am hoping that we don't have quite the uh, breakdown that we saw from Tom. But, Uh you know, we're here for you if if you have questions. But I just want to know, okay, you know how people always ask, like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? And I want to know... What do you think came first, Maggie? Dogs or wolves? Oh, that's a, that is a very good question. Hmm. Are doggos the egg or are doggos the chicken? Hmm. I think that I will say that wolves came first maybe because I feel like there's a lot more dogs now than there are wolves. And so that means we must have been second. You think dogs are second because there's more dogs than wolves? Yes. That is some interesting logic. Thank you. You're quite welcome. I just drummed it up in my brain right now. Mm. Brilliance. What else is going on in that brain, Maggie? Well, if I had Tums, I think I would make a dry erase board and I would write out all my ideas and then I would get yarn and connect all the ideas and then I would stand back and look at the board and go, Hmm. Mm. I see. Because it would all be laid out so plainly and I would see. I feel like if if I did that I would get distracted by the yarn and just like be batting it everywhere and maybe ingest some and then when it comes out the other end it freaks out cat lady because there's just like a string of yarn hanging out my butt like Tom with his dingleberries because he eats cat lady's hair. I'm sorry. It's just really funny to me. Well, that was an interesting conversation. <laughs> Somehow we always talk about poo. But, you know, what does that say about sure. y'all? 
there is nigh a more fascinating subject. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes back to the, you know, symbiote freaking alien monster because it lives in our poop. I do not like knowing that fact now. No. I wonder, okay, so I wonder if it, so when Cat Lady was little, and I think for quite some time before then as well, I think this is one of those griffs that is just going to continue for ages. But have y'all ever heard of sea monkeys? Yeah. And, you know, they have those advertisements where it's like you see the little sea monkey in the little underground kingdom with the other sea monkeys and, and they're, they look almost human in some ways. I wonder if there's something going on like that with the Toxoplasmogondii. You think they're trying to build an underwater kingdom? Maybe in our poop. Ooh. And they're just a a poop. Yeah, and they've been sent by a grifter from outer space to take over the planet. Seems legit, right? Hmm. I think it's possible that they have the technology. Oh. Oh, for sure. But you know. If they're aliens, I'm about to be Sigourney Weaver, and they're going down. I'm going to be in that giant mecha suit and be like, get off her, you bitch! And then it's go time, and we're fighting. That also kind of sounds like Molly Weasley. Not (laughs) Not my my daughter, daughter, you bitch! bitch. Best Mm -hmm. moment of my life. I included that in the movie. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean... I think we covered quite a bit on this episode. Oh yeah. Lots of shit. I mean, I've got a I've got a lot to uh work through in therapy, but you know it's gonna be you know, it you know, just venting about it is you know, was half the battle. Yeah, I'll get you some catnip, bro. Oh, thanks. You're thanks, welcome. <laughs> so if you have any existential problems or questions that you need some help with tom what can they do i mean if you have uh, any advice or existential issues you can always call in or email podcasters that's p-o-d-c-a-t-s-t-e-r-s podcasters at gmail.com with your questions or problems because the only acceptable cat call is one you make to the podcasters right and y'all you should really follow us on the instagrams at podcasters and the link is in the show notes we share all kinds of fun things and cute kitties and there's really a lot that you can explore there you can also follow positive karma the link is in the show notes and our instagram bio and they are cat lady's favorite local rescue lots of sweet kitties that need loving homes you can also check out our merch on Redbubble. again the link is in the show notes and there's some really cool merch y'all you can be rocking your favorite sayings, and your favorite kitty or doggo combo. 
And Maggie is one of the models because she's the goodest girl. Now, we are a newer podcast and Mm. we would love your help getting the word out there. And the best way to do that is to tell your friends, tell your enemies, you know, tell everyone, but especially give us a five-star review. And if you do so, you know, Tom's going to read your words back to you in his best only feline's voice. Certain life changes can rock you to your core. Others leave you wondering, what's the point of it all? When these feelings overtake you, you may be experiencing an existential crisis. What does it mean to have an existential crisis? There's usually a turning point and a moment of awareness that's often linked with worrying about (gasps) death. This turning point causes people to think about and question the meanings in their lives. How can you deal with an existential crisis? There are several things. Number one, adjust your viewpoint. Number two, keep a gratitude journal. Number three, connect with people. Number four, procrastinate. No, don't procrastinate. Let me try that again. Number four, practice mindfulness. Number five, redirect your energy. And number six, don't dwell thank you to the cleveland clinic of health essentials for that riveting article fuck off charles yeah charles yeah